Bottom Up, Episode 26. <laughs> That's spooky Halloween it's, one. It worked. It, it scared the hell out of me. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I should have given you a, a bit of a heads up that was coming. But um, yeah, Episode 26. Oh, Halloween Spectacular. Spooktacular. Yeah. As you could tell, clearly. Yes. Yeah. Right, that's the show then. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm Tibbs. Yeah, I'm Ollie. You are Ollie, and together our powers combined, we are Pod 'em Up. Um, yeah, so it's not been that long since we did the last episode, uh, but we thought no. we'd try and get a, a bit of spooky Halloween goodness. Um, so here we are. Um, yeah. What have you what you been up to since the the short time we last? spoke not a lot really um i've mostly been playing the book club game costume quest mm-hmm. um i haven't really played that much else really. i've been messing around with um what you were talking about last time actually the ps2 hard drive oh yeah thing um yeah. what's it called mc mc boot yeah mc boot yeah and open playstation load it's actually the memory card that you made for me oh quite yeah, a while cool. ago, yeah that yeah. was ages ago yeah it was ages ago i'm only just now getting around to doing anything at all with it really um but i've always meant to so now I've got, I've got a little hard drive for it. Oh, brilliant! Um, I've been—it uh, all works and everything. Um, I've been trying to get Klonoa two to load. Well, no, it loads, but um, it's got like these weird sound bugs on it. Yeah. So even though I own the disc, I've been sort of—it's just—it just got in my—I just got to be in my bonnet about it for some reason. So um, I've been trying. You, cause, uh, apparently, it seems to only work in certain versions um and that kind of thing so in the end i've just sort of given up i'm just sort of playing the game on the on the disc so that's the only thing i've really been playing um since the last episode yeah i mean the the hard drive loading and the the network loading and stuff it's really awesome that you know Mm. the way it's developed now compared to when it first started it's fantastic but it's still very. Some games feel very janky with it. it, it, it mm. There are lots of sort of little compatibility settings you have to change, and they're you, not always that clear what what they do and whether it will make a difference or not. And it's like six different numbers, isn't it? Yeah. And certain games you turn certain numbers on and certain numbers off. It's a bit odd. Yeah. Because um, I kind of go went in. This, I didn't read up on this very much. So I sort of assumed, oh yeah, it just replaces the disk drive, so you know it'll just act as like that and it'll work fine. But no, there's a few. I think there's only a few games that don't work at all. I think most do. It seems from what I can see. Yeah, most do. Um, mm. I had trouble with Jack Two. I couldn't get Jack Two running no matter what I tried, and I don't know whether, mm. it, like you say, sometimes it's just specific revisions of the game don't don't play nice, and yeah. you know, it could be the hard drive I'm using. It could be any number of things. But I think you know, for the most part, it's it's a great little thing, especially when you've you know you've got a hard drive, fill it with all your games. So you don't have to t- keep taking them off the shelf and stuff. Um, well, that's yeah, the thing. Really yeah. Great. I mean, it's good because I mean, I I feel like the disc drives in these consoles are probably the first going to be the first thing to go if yeah. anything goes. So it's it kind it, it puts your mind at rest if you've got you know these things on a hard drive and everything. Yeah, that's why I love. There's been lots of sort of optical drive emulator developments mm. recently, and I think that's that's just fantastic news for for preservation. You know. Yeah, the the mode one for the Dreamcast and the Saturn is supposed oh, to be very impressive, isn't it? I'm so glad that came out because the, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into drama and stuff, but the there has been a an optical drive emulator for the Dreamcast for quite a while, yeah. um, but it's so hard to get hold of. Mm. You know, there's there's not like an order form. There's like, 
you can't sign up for a waiting list, you can't pre-order it. The dude who makes it, he just makes it all on his own, to be fair. I mean, he, he makes them all handmade, but, you know, it's just such a nightmare to get hold of, and they end up being mm. scalped on eBay and stuff. So to, to, to be able to just get one... You know, just put your money down, get one, and buy one, get it delivered. Yeah. And the fact that it works in two machines as well. And the as fact well, it so. works in two machines is just is superb. It's really it's good. Amazing. And they've got a PlayStation 1, um, a Terra Onion. They've got a PS1 mm. um, drive emulator coming out as well, don't they? So Yeah, cool. Mm. Yeah, good times. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of Clonera too. Lovely little, lovely little oh, it's great. It's just, uh, yeah. just a very, very good platform, much like the first one. It's, it kind of gave me the idea, perhaps maybe for something like episode 50 or something, we should do another double episode where we each pick um, like a sequel to a game that we've already covered on the show. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, so Clonera yeah. 2, for example, would be a, a great example. Yeah, you know? Clonera yeah, 2 and uh, Overblood 2. Overblood 2, I, I, I knew you'd say <laughs> that. <laughs> there you go, booked in, episode 50, there you go. There you go. Yeah, we're only halfway there though, so yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's so that's that's kind of what I've been doing. I I I I haven't messed around with this too much, but I discovered that you can do cheats on RetroArch, oh, okay, which is the cool. the multi system emulator. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, basically you download a big um, file full of cheats for every game under the sun. Basically, uh, they're a bit like Game Genie kind of things. Mm. And you load up a game, you 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 find the cheat, and it, you can select from any number of things in there, all sorts of stuff, but. The thing that I was more interested in is like um, Infinite Lives and uh, Infinite Continues because, you know, these old games, if I sit down and if I really want to get through them, you know, I just don't have the time to fail repeatedly over and over and over again, you know. Yeah. So up until now, I've been mostly, mostly been using save states to help me through, but it can, ends up getting a bit sort of patchy and a bit kind of choppy and you kind of get to the end and if you've abused them like I normally do, you kind of feel like you haven't really played the game properly anyway. Yeah. So there's something quite appealing about Infinite Continues, maybe in Infinite Lives, in that you kind of bring it up to the level where games are now. I was going to say, I mean, the, the whole lives thing was just kind of a hangover from the arcade, really, wasn't it? Yes. When, when they brought games home, you know, in arcades you had credits and lives, and it's just something that they just did because that's what games were, you know. And mm. it, you know, I don't think there's any very few games that have a live system these days. You know, they tend to more be just the, the more traditional platformers might have them, and mm. then even then, it's just if you lose all your lives, okay, you got to start the level again. That's the worst. Yeah, it, it, you, you're pretty much never told. Okay, you got to start the whole game again. Start all from. Can the you beginning. imagine? I mean, oh, the only I have seen one example is about maybe ten years or so ago. Um, it was. Um, a new version of Rocket Knight on the Xbox Live Arcade. Yes, yes. That did it. That you you got progress through levels, and if you lost a certain number of lives, I think it's quite a lot. But if you lost them, you actually had to start the game again. It was like a modern, you know, it wasn't like mm. a, a you know a, a remaster of the original. It was a whole new game. It was a whole new game, wasn't it? Two point five D graphics and everything. And they <laughs> and it happened to me. And I'm like, what? Seriously? You, you're actually making me start the game again? <laughs> and I put it down. I never touched it again. <laughs> I don't think I ever played it. I might have played the demo. Because it was an Xbox mm. Live Arcade thing, wasn't there? I might have yeah. played like a demo version of it, but I don't think I ever played it. Yeah, I ended up buying it because I did like it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Xbox Live Arcade later, actually, because it, it, um, it's relevant for our book club, actually. Mm. But, yeah, you could, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, that's crazy. But anyway, to bring these old games up to those kind of standards where you're, you're never, you don't have to worry about the lives and continues, because there's always that stress of, oh, my lives are going down, and if I don't do this, I'm going to have to start the whole thing again. 
um, or you, you know, or use safe states. But you know, this way I can actually do the challenges as they're kind of meant to, and not worry about those sorts of things, and just kind of keep trying, keep trying, and then do it. But then you know, so it'd be good for you know any future book club picks where we've got some of the older consoles and things. Yeah, you know. If I want to actually get through, sometimes I just I'll play it and I'll see how far I can get, and that's fine. You know, I don't mind that, but just a little play around. But yeah, to do it properly, yeah, seems yeah, like a good, good good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, that's that's all I've got to say, really. Unfortunately, um, so what have you been up to? Uh, not a great deal, to be honest, mate. Um, mm. it, you know, it's been another one of those. It's been another. It's been another. It's been a twenty twenty kind of, you know, week month. Mm. It's just been mm. it's just been crazy, yeah, crazy madness. <laughs> but I did I post on Twitter about it today. I've been messing about with Dream Pie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The that's really good. It's really that's it. It's um, Dream Pie. It's a, a way of getting your Dreamcast back online, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically with a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, you use a Raspberry Pi. You mm. put the software on it. Um, you hook up your Dreamcast modem to a modem adapter on the Raspberry Pi and then so you, wires everywhere. You plug it all in, yeah. you connect up and it's it's fairly seamless. You 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 put in your games and it connects up, logged on, um connected up to play a bit of Choo Choo Rocket. No one was online, but it worked. <laughs> it connected up. Yeah, that's um, brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. Um looks like there's when you, if you use the DreamKey browser, it takes you to like, um, a, like a fan-made. It looks like a fan-made website. It looks like they must have done some DNS gubbins inside the the Raspberry Pi software mm. to do, redirect it to, you know, a current page that's working. But there's all like um, VMU downloads on there, so you can get all the Sonic Adventure DLCs, um, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just really good. It's a really nice bit of software, and it's just really nice. Again, we harp on about the preservation thing, but it's just really nice to have that kind of, you know, that experience preserved, you know, so you can go back to it, and you can play these Dreamcast games um, online again, and they've even got on the the, um, the website, you can download the server software and set up your own servers and things, so yeah, it's just it's just fantastic, it's just a really good project. Um, I mean, you can get the whole, st- the whole kit set up, if you, because you can use a Raspberry Pi Zero, mm. which is like, you know, the standard one's five quid. Um, if you want the the Raspberry Pi Zero wireless, I think that's only like ten pounds or eleven pounds. Um, you need a a fifty six k modem adapter, which is about eight pounds. Um, you need the little cables, a little cable adapter to connect it all together. And I think I got that on eBay for about five or six pounds. So you know, Brilliant. for for the sort of, around twenty quid mm, all 10, in, twenty quid, yeah. You know, you've got your Dreamcast back online, and it's yeah, that's it's great, just yeah. really great. I have been hearing things about it. I listen to a Dreamcast um, podcast, a Dreamcast Junkyard uh, mm. podcast, and they talk, you know, they talk about these kind of things all the time and the, these little th- things that people are developing on the Dreamcast, which is there's a, there's a real bustling community behind the consoles. And yeah, the, always It's fascinating has been, to yeah. see. Yeah, it's, it's just people love it so much, don't they? Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I think they had an interview with the guy who made it, and it's, it's a fac- it sounds fascinating. It yeah. is. It's, it's, just a, it's just a really, I don't know, it's just a really nice project. Um, you know, the, the fact that people have put the time and effort into developing these things just to keep this old console experience alive, it's, yeah. it's just, I love it. I, I, yeah. I, I hope that, I worry that current gen consoles, 
partly because of their complexity now, it's not going to be as easy for someone to develop, you know, that kind of thing to keep them going in, in you no. know, decades to come. Um, but yeah, I worry that they're not going to have that kind of support when, you know, when the companies abandon them. Um, is it going to be possible for this sort of thing to happen? But saying that, I mean, there's that project to bring the original Xbox back, isn't it? The, um, what's it called? The replacement for Xbox Live that someone's made. The original I don't Xbox know. Live. I, don't, I haven't actually seen this. I don't know. Oh, it's really good. Um, hmm. Xbox Live replacement. Uh, Insignia is called. Okay. Um, and it's basically the um, original Xbox. It's going to replace Xbox Live. So you'll be able to get back online, play all your Xbox original Xbox games online with other people. That's really cool. And it's sort of a transparent replacement for Xbox Live. So, mm. you know, it's really cool. I, I love projects Excellent. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So, so I good, mean, yeah. that, that's taken up the majority of my time, to be honest. That, and, mm. uh, you know, I did play a bit of the, the um, book club game, not as much as I, I would like due to, you know, um, real life issues. Once again, mm-hmm. casting obstacles in front of me. Um, sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, good project. Download it. Get a Raspberry Pi. Um, yeah, I think everyone's got a Raspberry Pi kicking around somewhere, haven't they? Buy another. I mean, they're yeah. a fiver. You could. <laughs> yeah, you well, could, yeah, yeah. There's a zero. Know, yeah. Decorate the wall with them. Yeah. Why not? It's nuts, isn't it? A computer that's that tiny can do that, isn't it? I know. It's crazy. Uh, it's, again, yeah. it's gonna. It's one of these things that's just gonna make us sound really old, and you know, oh, back in <laughs> my day. But yeah. you know, I think the first computer I got. You know, had a f- you know the first you know Windows PC. I got a Windows ninety eight PC because we had an Amiga and stuff before that. But the, wow. um, Windows ninety eight PC had a four gig hard drive, mm, yeah. uh, two hundred and thirty three megahertz processor. It wasn't even a Pentium; it was a Cyrix processor, which was a cheaper uh, you know a cheaper third party equivalent. You know that cost my parents a fortune. I was like I know. you know they four were- or five hundred pound. A Raspberry yeah, Pi, they give it away on the front of a magazine. I know. <laughs> a computer on the front of a magazine. I know, it's it's, it's it's mental. Kids don't know, you know. They don't know they're born. They don't know they're born. No, they no. really don't. <laughs> <laughs> we sound no. like those people who used to say, in my day, the computer was as big as a room. I know, I know we That's really the, are. the next step back, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it literally is that. Yeah. Oh god. But you do, I do think that I still find it hard to get out of that mentality sometimes mm. when I see like a lot of these um handheld emulator systems um that you get on AliExpress and they, you know there's yeah. loads of versions of them. Yeah. Some of them can you know they can run not at full speed but at a playable rate. Some of them can run like Dreamcast games. Mm. And I think you know when I had my Dreamcast if someone told me oh here's a handheld system you know, no bigger than, you know, a Discman, and it'll play full-colour, full-speed Dreamcast games. Yeah. I'd have thought you were mad. That would have seemed, <laughs> that would seem like sorcery, but now it's like, you know, they yeah. churn them out. They do, yeah. It's, um, yeah. It's good. It's, it's, you know, we're of the age now where we can sort of look back and have, we have very vivid memories that happened like 20, 25 years ago. Yeah, and I can't. When I think about that, I can't get over how much things have changed since then. I know. And yet, I feel like I'm the same. I haven't changed, and I'm the same. And it's just, you know, all this stuff has happened, and you can't quite get your head around it. I know, you know it is. You've it's, been there that whole time, and all that has happened. It's, it's crazy. It is proper <laughs> getting old, isn't it? it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, uh, happy welcome Halloween, to the old everyone. man gaming yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, right. Cool. Um, we crack so, on? yeah, let's crack yeah. on. It's going to be a bit. Of, we said there's going to be a bit of a shorter show because we. Yeah. Um, not much has happened since we last did a show. So no, you know, well, it was gonna... it was me really. I wanted to get this out for uh, for Halloween because yeah. it's a Halloween game. Kind of makes sense, you know. Um, so yeah, a little, a little one, but but not just yet because I have an incoming indie for you. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah. Well, by the way, for incoming indies, you might have noticed they've been missing the last couple of episodes. They're, they're not gone forever. Don't worry, I've got one. But I think it'll be something that we we don't necessarily do every episode. We'll just do it whenever either of us have one. You know. Yeah. Just so you know, so my because there my, are times I've got to say I look on Kickstarter and Indiegogo and stuff. Look in the game yeah. section. Sometimes it's just not anything there that really takes my fancy. That's right. Yeah, I you mean, there's games. Just like, uh, okay. It's amazing how many games there are being made that you're not actually interested. In, yeah, <laughs> they don't float your boat at all, <laughs> but they float lots of other people's boats. It's amazing how varied and. The games industry is really, isn't it? Yeah, if you need your boat floating, the game industry's got you covered one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully this will cover you. This is a game called Crumble by Brute Force Games. Crumble. Yeah, it's a physics-based 3D platformer. Um, it's coming out on Steam on the fourth of December, so not too far away. It's a little demo out now that I've played. Um, it's kind of uh, you're a little blue blob with a face. Um, he sort of rolls down hills very quickly. I am, um, but tell me more about the game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that caught me on on uh, He's got a little sort of tentacle thing that comes out of him that you can grab onto things and swing around Spider-Man like, and sort of jumping around. It's all physics-based and everything. You move quite quickly. And it's quite satisfying to to play, really. Um, uh, yeah. So there's a, there's like four de- four levels in the demo. They're all a bit varied. All these in one of them. Um, at the end of the level, everything is sort of literally crumbling, hence the name, around you. Mm. So you've got to quickly jump from these sort of blocks that are falling, you know. And it's um, yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to describe it because it sounds quite generic in a way. But when you play it, it it, it does feel really satisfying. It's um, I'm just it, it's at very the simple. Screenshots now, it's got a really nice art style. It's it does. kind of it's, it's not quite low poly, but it's mm. I don't know. It's it's very. I don't know. It's not even minimalist. I don't know. I don't know how I describe it, but I like it. Yeah, it's similar to those things, but mm. yeah, it's it, it it's it's very simple, but it, it's very nice, and you know, it, it's well worth a play. If you've got a demo, if you've got a Steam account, it's it's well worth uh, tracking down. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a nice little aeroplane level in it as well, where you're on top of an aeroplane, and you kind of where you move on the plane dictates the direction it, it flies in so you, you go to the front of the plane to tilt downwards back to tilt up left and right etc you've got to dodge these obstacles and there's kind of these waves crashing underneath you um, and it's lovely it's a lovely little game mm, looks really good I'm just looking at some of the little video of it now yeah yeah I really like the look of that um, mm. it's kind of a game I would like to see on Switch it looks like a Switch yeah. game yeah, it's, I think it's just Steam at the moment. Mm. Obviously, it's getting going. A lot of games start out on Steam because it's the easiest thing to yeah. do, and then if it, if it you know if it um, picks up momentum, as it were, then it can uh, maybe head to Switch. Hopefully, yeah, I would. Hope I wouldn't so. be surprised. Yeah, mm. yeah, it looks like a game that would be very much at home on Switch. So yeah, yeah well, I, so. I spotted it. Um, I think I was following it on Twitter anyway, actually. But I spotted it. Steam recently did a, a an event of lots of different demos of various games and I spotted it in there and I downloaded it then. Um, so obviously it's getting some promotion there. So hopefully it's getting a little kick. Yeah. So yeah, it's called Crumble. Um, look it up. 
Speaking of Steam. Yeah. Did you see the Sega shenanigans? Yeah, I did. Um, yes, Sega have released, again, it's our favourite word at the moment, limited, um, limited for a day this time. Yes. Yeah, although I think, or I would hope, that as long as you got them on that day... I didn't. Okay, I did. Um, I haven't played them all yet. We'll talk about what they are in a minute. But I think, I'm assuming that they're um, DRM-free, because they're free anyway. They're, they're tiny little kind of demo oddities and things from their from their sort of development back catalogue that have been lost into the ether, you know. Um, and they released them out there for free on a one-day-only basis. Um, I kind of see why, because they're kind of prototypes and they don't want them to be seen as full games. I guess if they were always on there, then people might assume that. But I, I was hoping they were DRM-free anyway, because... If you download them, then you've got them then. Yeah. And then you can share them with other people. So it's not quite as bad as the Nintendo thing last time, where it's just all locked down. But anyway, um, it's uh, the thing that caught my eye is uh, a prototype, a 3D, uh, a 2.5D prototype of uh, Golden Axe. Yes. That was being developed. That was that I, I played that. That's quite a good, quite a good little game. That's what I've heard. Mm. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, yeah. Obviously, I, I didn't. I, I missed out. I missed mm. out on it. Um I expected better from Sega. I, to be honest, I didn't want them to do this. I'll get on the whole limited bandwagon. I kind, <laughs> I kind of get it, but I mean, you know, they could just. Uh, no, no, I don't get it. No, I, I, I don't get it. Longer than a day, surely. Anyway. Longer than a day. I mean, a day is a bit. I mean, what if you're not around that day? I mean, it's just stupid. Exactly. Isn't it? What if you're on holiday or something? No, mm. I no, no, I'm, I'm against it. Yeah. No. That's mm. it. Did you see on Twitter the developer of of it? Yes. Um, they, yeah, they were taken by surprise completely, weren't they? Yeah, the whole story um, through several different tweets of it, which is quite an interesting read. He only had two weeks to do it, um, and he was dealing with this these middle management assholes basically who just <laughs> looked at it and said, "Oh no, we want you know God of War or something, you know, and that kind of thing." It's all in there. I can't. I can't yeah. recall exactly what. And happened. then they they keep changing the like the requirements and stuff. Yeah. And, like they'd be working on something. They'd say, "Oh no, actually, I want you to do this now," and they'd be like, "Oh, well, yeah. all right." I, I can tell. Uh, being in a similar b- uh, role myself in my day to day job, I, I I not although no, not anywhere near quite as bad as that, but I, I definitely see see that happening quite a lot, and it is you know these people who have the power to do this but don't actually do anything other than just tell people what to do it's just yeah i I think we all deal with that i was gonna say different industries but um absolutely yeah yeah, lots of parallels there yeah definitely yes um and then he took a he took offense to the fact that in their description of the game sega called it yes it's says it said something like yes it's buggy and yes it's something else and he (laughs) I need to call them parasites for that comment. I think. Yes. Um, which they did, did. They did then take back. Actually, they said they did apologise for it. They did apologise for that, but it did open up a bit of a discussion about crunch periods in exactly, the in the yeah. gaming industry again, didn't it? So yeah, which is uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I feel for that kind of thing because it is just awful, and these developers have got no choice to do it really, have they? So no. It is. Um, it's. I think it's not just the games industry; it's also other. Similar. I think a lot, as well, but a lot of creative industries are like yeah. that, where you've got deadlines to meet, and you when know. You, it's such a shame when you've got the people who are actually making the thing under the worst pressure mm. 
to do it and it's yeah it's soul soul destroying isn't it it is especially in an industry where it's meant to be about creativity and about mm. you know expressing an idea and exp- you know getting a you know a, a passion project going and things like that yeah. and you yeah. know when the business side of things encroaches on that i think it's yeah. it must be really difficult to to handle really when you're in the, when you're in the thick of that kind of thing oh it's awful yeah mm. you know but i uh, on the one hand, I like the fact that, you know, they've officially released these little snippets of things you yeah. know, that we usually wouldn't see. Oh, yeah. But on the, on the other hand, this limited stuff. I mean, Nintendo have done it again, haven't they? They're releasing Fire Emblem, um, the original Fire Emblem game, the um, first uh, English translation official. Mm. Um that's another limited digital release. Oh, for God's sake. Well, and I mean, the physical where they get, release. Where do they the get di- this idea from? This is clearly some uh, some genius idea that some executives had recently. I know. Let's just plaster it on everything. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Yeah. The physical release doesn't include a cartridge. Oh, for God's sake. I mean, that's, I, I cannot stand that. I mean, that, <laughs> I what know. is the point of getting a box with a little leaflet in there saying where you can download it? I, I mean, know. it's just a slap in the face, isn't it? Did we mention that last time with Mario Kart Live? The fact that that doesn't have a. The, the no, Mario I Kart saw, Live circuit. I that saw you tweet about it. Yeah, it doesn't have a cartridge. Oh, it's just madness. It, it may. It, oh, God. Yeah. Guess my you're, goat. You're angering the wrong people here, Nintendo. Cut it out. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> We're powerful here. Don't, <laughs> don't mess it, with us. <laughs> you've made a powerless enemy this day. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, I think the Golden Axe, going back to Golden Axe, I think mm. the developers um, did a playthrough on. I think it's Digital Foundry. Um, I haven't right. watched it yet, but um, I, I think that would be an interesting thing to watch. Yeah. They play mm. through the, the game and have a little chat about it. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, for two weeks' work, it's phenomenal. Mm. It, it, it's really good. You know, there's loads of ca- really nice character animations in there, loads of different, you know, nice visual effects. I think it was only done by a couple of people as well. Yeah, from yeah what it's like I, two people on there. Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing what people can do in those crunch periods, but, you know. Yeah. Well, to, compared really. to what the the you know the official Golden Axe sequel we got, the, that Beast Rider thing. Um, mm. I never know, played that. That's not, um, <laughs> it's not terrible, but it's just uh, it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit yeah. yeah. So yeah, Golden Axe. There we go. Yeah. Golden Axe. Yeah, it's called Golden Axe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, anyway, um, shall we dish dish out the the goods. Halloween candy. The Halloween candy. Dish out the Halloween candy to all the kids who want it. It's yes. Costume Quest, it and is. it's coming to you in a minute and a half or so. Welcome back. This month 
we're talking Costume Quest, which was developed by Double Fine, initially published by THQ, and released in October 2010 on Xbox Live Arcade on the 360, uh, PSN on PS3, and then following years saw releases on Steam for Windows, Mac OS X and Linux, iOS and Android. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a nice little Halloween game set on Halloween night. You play as children going around trick-or-treating, um, and it becomes a little turn-based RPG. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's only it's very cheap at the moment. Obviously, given it's Halloween, you can get it for one pound seventy four on Steam right now. That's cheap. Normal price is six ninety nine. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I played this at the time um, and really liked it. Um, I think other games came out and sort of distracted me, so I never finished. It. I think I got about halfway through. Um, and it's just it was at the time Xbox Live Arcade was a real really big deal for me because it it was the only source I had for like these little smaller games that I was much, I was finding I was much more into than most of the big AAA games. Yeah. Um, and I, I still, I think it's my, probably my all-time favorite online store for stuff because it had, it covered quite a lot of basically it covered like nice little sort of more indie-ish games like this, had a lot of retro stuff. Um, and the best thing about it, and I, something that none, none of the others do, I don't think, um, a demo for every single game on there. Which is absolutely brilliant. Mm. I thought I bought I bought so many games, including this, off the back of enjoying the demo. Yeah, and I just don't get why demos aren't are that popular. I don't get why the why they scrapped Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's all um, just a, a single online store now, is it on Xbox One? I think it is. I mean, it's certainly not like some games have demos, but it's not. It's definitely not like it was. I mean, Xbox no. Live Arcade was its own its own thing, really. Yeah, you know, it was it separate because you had like digital games that you could buy, but you know, Xbox Live Arcade was like its own little separate. It was just for the smaller games, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, because uh, I think yeah. originally there was like a file size limit as well. You know, the games had to be under like I don't know, we'll say it's a gigabyte about, or something. I don't know. It's less than that. I think it's about hundred meg or something. Well, it was less, originally, maybe. wasn't it? Yeah, and then the, well, like, very, Later the very on, beginning. they scrapped it. Yeah, but at the beginning, yeah. it was meant to be. You know, it was meant to be these mini little games. You know, that yeah. you could just you know get involved with. But yeah, um, they were they were great. I downloaded loads of them, and it was it was very good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. It's a good. It's a really good concept. I wish you know. Well, I mean, there's a lot so would change about the Xbox, to be honest. But the Xbox One. Um, but that would be definitely high on the list. It's something they should mm. bring back. Yeah. Excellent. Um, there's also a little DLC package called Grubbins on Ice that came out on uh, the following December 2010, um, and the sequel Costume Quest 2 came out in 2014. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's it's a little turn-based RPG basically, but it's sort of a, a micro one compared to most turn-based RPGs, which I found very refreshing. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it's, it's very it's it's not an it's not an in-depth RPG, is it? No, it's only. I mean, How Long to Beat puts it down at five and a half hours, I think. Yeah. I think I've taken a little bit longer than that, but certainly under ten, um, and I've completed it. And uh, yeah, it's it's very refreshing because most RPGs. I, I mean, I don't know any of any others that even come anywhere near that, that short <laughs> length. There's probably are a few out there, but they're they're very kind of imposing things to start because you know you're going to be in it for a long haul mm. and lots of grinding and everything. And this is just... I think it's perfect for someone who doesn't play a lot of those kind of things because yeah. it's a very, very simple battle system, which we'll go into in a minute. Um, maybe even too simple, but I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So um, did you play this at the time, did you say? Yeah, you yeah, out? yeah. Mm. I play, played a bit of it at the time. Um, I played it properly years later. Um, okay. But same as you. Um, I think... 
like you say, I think we'll get to it when we talk about maybe how you know the the simplicity or you know lack of depth maybe of the the combat and everything in there. Yeah. Um, but other things took my attention away from it, and I never, I never really got round to finishing it. I got a fair way through the game. I mean, looking at a a, a little walkthrough guide, I would say I was about about three quarters of the way through. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's only three main areas yeah. that you you start off in kind of the suburban place, uh, well, suburban kind of neighbourhood, um, which is all the traditional trick or treat and stuff, and then you go to a mall, and then um, like a little village with a fairground there, and that's you know that that's your three main, and you spend maybe an hour, hour and a half, two hours on each, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so you play as one of two twins called Reynold and Ren on Halloween night. Uh, you get to pick which one. Did you choose the boy or the girl? I chose the boy. Yeah, I always choose the boy because I'm a boy. I don't know if that. I don't know if you ever choose a girl if you I get do, the choice. Yeah, I do sometimes, but okay. there's not really much. I, do, I don't really put much thought into it. I just just pick whichever design looks most appealing. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and whoever you don't, well, basically you choose. I quite like the little mechanic because there's a little cutscene with the mum. And she says, okay, I'm going to put one of you in charge. Who is it? And then the camera view switches to her perspective and you see her finger and you can move the finger depending on which one you want to control. Yeah. I thought that was a nice little touch. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and so that's how you pick your character. You're, and then with the objective of you're going out trick-or-treating and you have to drag the other one along with you. Uh, very quickly, the, the one you don't pick is uh, kidnapped by a monster. Uh, yeah, as, as, as happens on Halloween. Um, so yeah, they they go around knocking on a couple of doors for uh, some sweets. One gives you candy, and another one is a there's a big old monster there. He mistakes uh, the the brother or the sister for a, a big piece of candy because I think their costume resembles some candy, and he runs off with her. Furious. Yeah. So and then that's the objective to get back your your brother sibling. Or sister. Yeah. Yeah, to your sibling and find out what on earth is going on. What on earth is going on in yeah. this town? Well. It seems like there's monsters uh, invading the whole neighbourhood. They're with the objective of finding as much candy as they can, and they're led by an evil uh, lady called Dorsilla. Um, and later on, it transpires that she's trying to bribe a larger creature called Big Bones to let her into his kingdom with candy because he loves candy. Yeah. Each sort of area of the game, you've got houses, or you've got shops in the mall, or you've got stalls in the carnival later on um you've got a set number of them in each area you have to knock on each door behind which is either um uh, a friendly neighborhood resident who will give you some candy or there's a monster and if there's a monster you initiate one of the turn-based battles you meet uh, another friend called what's his name everett very early on uh you can exchange costumes with him your costume is a robot his costume is a knight, knight, I think. Yeah. Um, so each of the costumes represent um, uh, the, basically a character in the turn-based battle. So when you initiate the turn-based battle, you kind of become the the, the robot or the knight yeah. or whatever you're dressed up as, as if they were a real thing, which is a really, I really, really love nice that. idea. Yeah, that's yeah. a really nice idea. Yeah. Um, and they've got their own attacks. Uh, it's a very simple attack thing. There's literally only one attack. Um, each one has a different one, although there is a nice little quick time event thing that determines how powerful your attack is. So you take it in turns, monsters go as well. Um, and then after a few turns, you get a special attack, 
um, and each of your each costume has a different one. So it'll either be an attack-based one, which is a more powerful attack, or more of a defensive one, such as put a shield over a, one of the characters. Yeah, or, like the robot fires all his missiles. Or yeah, or revive all the team a bit, a little bit, or um, hide one of the team in the shadows, that kind of thing. So there's attack and defense stuff. Um, there are battle stamps that you can pick up from a character called Sadie in the main area, and they will you give you can give one battle stamp to each character and that will give them a special uh, you know a special thing such as increasing attack power or giving like splash damage to your attacks um they're called buffs i believe in the rpg world they're called what sorry buffs buffs are mm, they yeah oh, right okay i was not familiar with that yeah, terminology but you, buffs you, okay you buff your character like buff you your know, character yeah up. you buff I him see. up buff him up or you get debuffs <laughs> which get rid of the buffs oh okay see i'm I a was... bit you know a bit of a pro yeah, with a this, bit of the old so, lingo there you know yeah, yeah. letting you in, nice. in the club there but um yeah yeah awesome. yeah so there's things like that um you get some quite cool ones later on um and that's kind of all there is to the battle system and it is it is quite simple you know it's quite fun at first because it's quite well animated it's quite responsive you do have a few you have fun with it to begin with i think it kind of stays the same from from most of the game like that yeah. it's only really the bosses and particularly the final bosses where you actually have to strategize quite a bit um so it all comes down to which of those costumes you pick you need to balance you know a, a attack based one with a a defense-based one, uh, referring to their special moves, and which of the stamps that you give them, and you get better ones as you go on in the game. So, and you really need those to beat the final bosses. But until then, it's kind of fairly straightforward, fairly easy. You won't have too many problems with it. No. Did you find that? I did find that. Yeah, mm. and it's kind of. I'm not expecting anything like Final Fantasy from it. No, because you know, it is no. obviously just a small, fun you know, little game. They had a, a fun idea and they just wanted to, to have this fun little quest that you go on. It wasn't meant to be, you know, a, a hugely complex, no. you know, RPG. Yeah. But there wasn't quite enough there to really get your teeth into, I don't think. So sometimes, particularly when you're knocking on the doors and you... you um, I tend... I know it's all random, but I mm. tended to find more goblins than sweets and sometimes it would get to the point where it's like oh, oh it's another one N mm. not because it wasn't fun but because it wasn't there was, it felt more like a bit more like a time sink because it was just yeah sure it's difficult to lose at that Very point in the game yes. it, yeah. you know so it just felt Most like you're just going to be, you know, you're just, it's just taking up your time for a few minutes and then you're back to the, you know, it just felt like a, an obstacle in the way of the story, really. So yeah. I wish there could have been a little bit, maybe like I know on some modern games, I know it's unfair to like point at modern game design and try and transpose it onto old game design. Um, but there are a number of games that have come out since where they give you like an option for um, how, you know, a, like a beginner battle system or a slightly more complex system. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, actually, Final Fantasy X did it before. So, yeah, there are, there was precedent for it. You can you can simplify the battle system or you can have, you know, a more advanced version. If they'd have done something like that and just gave you something a little bit more a little bit more strategy to work with and maybe cranked up the difficulty a little bit it might have just you know 
you know, sweetened the deal a bit. It's not bad. I'm yeah. not saying it's bad by any means, but I just, I, there's not a lot to really get your teeth into. No, I think that's a fair comment. Yeah, given the amount that you do, and it doesn't really, you don't really learn anything new either. That is, it's very simple straight from the from the get go. Yeah. About the, you know how those actions work, and yes, you got the battle stamps which you do get introduced to, but other than that. You don't really learn. It, it doesn't grow with you. It doesn't grow with your expectations of, you know, getting more intricate. No. So yeah, I think there is a little bit more work they could have done there. Just have some a couple of different like mechanics. Nothing particularly complicated, but just to mix it up a little bit. You know, mm. I don't. Yeah, perhaps a little bit more thought. Have you played the sequel? I haven't actually. No. No. It's I, supposed. To, it is supposed to be a little bit more fleshed out the battle system. I was going to say it'd be interesting yeah. to see. You know, if they developed it in in that in that regard in the sequel. So yeah. I might check that out. Yes, I think it might be worth it because I, I have heard that it is a little bit more fleshed out, and I think I think that would be a wise move. Yeah. Mm. I, I I spent a long time wandering around the neighbourhood, trying to f- track down the last house because they're not laid out in a very sort of obvious way. There's lots of little different. Uh, sort of curved roads and like bits offshoots and stuff like that and I was convinced that it was bugged because in the list it said I had one more house to go and I, I, I couldn't find it I spent like probably half an hour 45 minutes looking for this house yeah and it was tucked away somewhere and it was like oh yeah there it is but yeah that was just one little point but I did like the idea of um, just literally knocking on houses to find uh, to, you know to either trigger battles or get the candy and you get a little drum roll before the door opens yeah you, you do is, yeah <laughs> which is a really nice touch i thought yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean the, the the charm goes a long way in this game i think oh yeah 100%. i think it it makes up for anything that the battle system lacks because Definitely. there's some great writing there um a lot of it was written by tim schaefer who sort of kicks i think he he sort of owns double fine doesn't he yeah, uh, yeah. that's sort of the monkey island guy one of the Monkey Island guys, um, and he's obviously got a good wit. If he wrote some of those lines, and he's, you know, these they're they're good, they're well written dialogue. It's quite quite often quite funny. Um, just dealing with the characters, lots of character, um, non playable characters milling around. You talk to them, they often say funny things, um, and it's just it, it, very charming, very charming characters, uh, very sort of simple visuals as well, but they're quite effective. Um, they almost look like little South Park characters, but they're like with a sort of a big head and little ca- little uh, bodies. But their faces are kind of drawn on. Mm. It's quite a nice style. It is a very nice style. Mm, yeah, I always like Double Fine. Have a, a really, I really like the, the the style of their games in general. To be honest, um, yeah, they just yeah. they've really nailed the you know the look of their games. I think. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's a. Uh, and the humour comes comes through in quite a lot of the double fine yeah. games, isn't it? What, what else have we got there? We've got Psychonauts. Is that uh, Psychonauts, fine, yeah. Um, um, Grim Fandango. Ba- yeah, going back to, again to Xbox Live Arcade, Battle Block Theatre is a good little platformer. Yeah, recommend. yeah, Battle Block. Yeah. So, um, um, uh, what was the double? Uh, Broken Age. The, um, it was originally Double Fine Adventure, the one they kickstarted or crowdfunded. Yeah. Um, yes, I know the one. Yeah, I started playing that. We, we uh, never played all the way through it, but. Um, Mm. That seems to be a pattern uh, with Double Fine games. I, I, I complete them in bits, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I, I did si- start Psychonauts and did enjoy it, but for some reason that sort of trailed off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, they're they're a good they're a good developer, and they make this is the this is their bread and butter. Really, they make sort of a lot of very charming uh, games with good characters and great dialogue. So, and this is no exception, definitely. Yeah. 
it's a fun idea. Um, like you say, the charm is the the main attraction of the whole thing. Um, the the key draw of it is the costumes. You know, the fact that yeah. your your character's got this little boxy painted costume of a robot, and then in the when you go into the battle, it's his proper sort of Voltron ne- Gundam mech, style yeah. mech. You know, and I I I love that. It's, 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 it's just a lovely idea. It's, it's a lovely good. idea, and it's enough to to carry it to carry the game. I think it's just yeah. a really charming, you know, well written, funny game. There's it's not. There's not a lot you can really sort of break it down and analyse, but no. it's just a small, fun little thing. And for a couple of quid, I mean, you'd be daft not to buy it, I think. Oh, yeah, at the moment, yeah. I mean, it sort of evokes childhood. I think it, I was reading the background sort of notes on it, and it was it, it was based on sort of childhood nostalgia for Halloween and kind of dressing up. Mm. Um, and in, in the credits... Um, I hope it's, done, it's not really a spoiler, but you you get like little pictures of the developers when they were kids dressed up in Halloween costumes. Oh, that's awesome! And it just it kind of wraps a bow around the whole thing really nicely because it, yeah. you can tell that this is where it comes from a sort of a love of kind of very American Halloween and like you know, the whole that whole thing they have yeah. over there with it. They go kind of nuts. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's, but there's there's lots of other things to keep you busy in the game i suppose like like a lot of rpgs there's little side quests and things you know the co- each of the well a lot of the costumes have little abilities in the the hub areas as well like the robot for example if you hold a particular button you'll go fast and you can go over ramps and stuff and that's how you kind of progress through that hub world to go to new areas and find new houses and things um and you'll need to do that as part of sometimes a part of the story sequences to to kind of progress there was one that you so you're in the suburbs and there's a there's a like a chef lady blocking the path and she says she needs an ingredient for her soup um which you've got to find she she hints that it's in a tree but the tree is in a garden where a party is going on where you can't access it unless you get the statue of liberty costume yeah. because it's kind of that 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 sort of theme party but you can't get the statue of liberty costume until you uh, I think it was get a password. I can't remember how I got the password, but you get it from certain other kids, and then you, you they'll unlock, they'll stand out of your way. And it was just that that nice little sequence of events to kind of it's kind of fetch quests and keeps you busy, yeah. but it kind of fleshes out that it's not just going around knocking on doors. You know, it is the stuff to do in there, and there's like little story parts of the story. You know, it, 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 there is content there. It's not yeah, sim- not quite as simple as we've explained so far. You know. Um, it, so yeah, I just wanted to highlight that because it is, oh yeah, I mean it's it, yeah, quite... it's, it's definitely not just you know knock on door, have a fight, move on to the next one. There is definitely yeah, there's yeah. stuff to explore, and you know the world is like you say a little bit more fleshed out. I really, yeah. when, I, when I say you know if I said the game's not fleshed out, I'm talking mainly about battle mechanics yes, rather than the game definitely. itself. You know yeah 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 yeah. There's there's like uh, each after each battle you get. Um, a card don't you like a card collection you can build yeah. up this card collection there's certain kids who are looking for a particular card if you give them you'll give them that you'll get some candy and stuff i think candy is the mainly the currency used to buy the battle stamps isn't it really yeah you know there's, there's an xp system as well to level up um i don't i find I didn't have to do too much grinding really you, you literally just do you know the requisite amount of um you know doors and and there's a few monsters milling around in some of the later areas that you can you can attack if you want but there wasn't too much extra grinding no not really no to be fair no 
Um, there's a little apple bobbing mini game which I quite like. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a, a nicely well made, like, very simple. It's like a, almost like a well, um, uh, 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 whack a mole. Yes, of thing. yeah. So you kind of you go around the bowl, but apples come up. Some of them have worms in them. You dodge those and you bite. You, you just chomp down on the chomp apples on the as soon ones. as you see them. Yeah, and I like that um, it's hosted by a man who's promoting um, dental hygiene. <laughs> But of course, he rewards you with candy, <laughs> and they make reference to this as well. So yeah. it's, it's there's lovely little touches like that, and lovely little sort of humorous nods and kind of um, sarcasm and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's it's well worth checking out. I'd, I'd highly recommend it. You know, it's a great game to play on Halloween itself, even if you just do a little bit. You know, uh, uh, just just like the first area, just because yeah. that'll be like the main. Halloween bits, you know. Um, I was a little bit less impressed by the mall area. I thought it was a little bit more convoluted and a bit dark and a bit kind of. Uh, yeah, the mall was probably my least favourite section. I, you know, it's, yeah, I'd agree. It's just mm. it's a mall. The, yeah, yeah. And the last little village area with the circus is is, is quite good. It's, That's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's a nice little game, and um, yeah, I'd recommend it. Also, probably worth checking out the sequel as well. Yeah, I'm going to check out the I'm sequel, definitely, yeah. yeah. Right, um, I think that about does it for that. Um, it, 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 feels very, it feels very soon to wrap up the episode. but It does, know, doesn't that's, it? That's, I mean, that's you the know, way the cookie crumbles sometimes, it? Does, it does, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could, I, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all flustered now, like a, <laughs> like a Halloween bat. Halloween bat. Yeah. Mm. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> I suppose it's my pick now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Actually, before, I, I carved a pumpkin today. I just want oh, to put that out there before go. we leave oh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. I had a really good time. We got a couple of pumpkins. Went to this place where you, like, pick them. They're in a field. <laughs> I don't know why pump- we didn't just go to the supermarket, <laughs> to be honest. But we just went... We thought it'd be a nice, day, a nice little morning out, you know. Yeah. Picked some nice pumpkins. Uh, carved them today. I've done a beautiful job on them. I, I I had a great time. Oh, brilliant! Have you put pictures online? I've I've not been online much today. So I, uh, I haven't. Them. No, no. <laughs> but I might do. Yeah, um, yeah. Do yeah. It. The wife went down co-op, got this um, cheap uh, pumpkin cutting kit for a pound. I was a very impressed by it. Cutting it, 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 it kit. A pumpkin cutting kit. It's got a little knife. It's got a little uh, spade-like thing to get at the innards out. Um, it's only the second pumpkin I've ever carved in my life. I'm sure I had much more difficulty carving the first one, which was a few years ago. I, I was all set to, to take, like, I don't know, an hour doing it or something today. But, yeah, done in, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I did two oh, of them. That's mm. really good. I, yeah. I carved a pumpkin. I say carved. I mean, cut a couple of triangle eyes and a, a funny-looking gob. Um, that was many a moon ago when I was when I was but a young man. Um I wasn't very good at it. I just did the triangle eyes, and you know that was it, really. But some of the pumpkins that you see nowadays are really creative. People do. Oh, they're like very, really... yeah, they're very articulate. I mean, yeah. I just, I just drew a basic face, and I thought, oh, this probably isn't going to look good, and I just vaguely cut around the lines, but it ended up looking pretty good. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there before we leave that no, no, <laughs> Halloween good. thing because I was good. quite pleased with myself. That's a very, very festive seasonal thing to do. It is. I don't know if if uh, trick or treating is outlawed uh, this year. Probably is. Isn't it? Probably is. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon it will be. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Everyone will be wearing a mask. That's true. Presumably. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. So we're already covered. Yeah. Everyone's covered. 
Mm, particularly you know, if you're coming dressed as a surgeon. I was going to say, it's all going to be surgeons, dentists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, that's good. Halloween, yeah. spooky time for all. The Indeed. But we've got a new game to pick for oh, yes. month. So what are we going to go oh, going oh, oh, for? Following the, you know, the theme of the year, Crisis, yeah. we're going to be playing Incredible Crisis for the PlayStation. Are we? Yes. What's, what's that? Oh, you don't know about Incredible Crisis? I don't Crisis. think oh, I know this one. Oh, no. you're in for a, you're in for a, a joy. Um, yeah. It's a gentleman. Well, it's a family who mm. endure all kinds of crazy crises during their day. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to tell you anything more about it. Um, it's <laughs> okay. it's it's nuts, and I think. Hopefully you'll you'll get a kick out of it. So yeah, um, Incredible Crisis okay. is what we're playing, and that is the game on our fingertips. Brilliant! Sounds interesting. Yes, Incredible Crisis. I will mm-hmm. uh, check it out. Mm, good. You can check it out with us as well. Yeah, you go can. and get it uh, in whatever way you see fit, and uh, give it a play, and uh, let us know what you think about it. You can tweet us um, at bottom up. You can email us, podemup at gmail.com, or you can find our website, podemup.live. Now, um, and yeah, I think that's, that about wraps up wraps up our little Halloween special. It does. Mm. It feels awkward doing the, doing the... It feels too short. It does a little bit. It doesn't feel again, right. I am quite tired, so I, I would enjoy the opportunity to go to bed. Well, that's true. Uh, it's that's the true. Well, we, we're recording this on the day the clocks change, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Or, uh, was that last night? Was it that was last night. Oh, it was last night, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I presume you knew that because you arranged to meet at 9.30, so the fact that you didn't know, rock but up all the, at 8.30. No, but <laughs> I mean, all, all the clocks change automatically these days, don't they? Well, that's true, yeah. You probably wouldn't even be I, aware of it, yeah. No, it's all it's all, all, all automata- automatronic. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's happened, yes. Oh, and I've felt off all day. It's been really, really weird. I don't know why I, we do it. No, it is, it is a bit odd, because we woke up like an hour later than we would normally do anyway, or I say that, our daughter Alice woke up an hour later, therefore we woke up an hour later. Um, and so in theory, the, the day should have been progressing exactly as, as normal, but it, all day, your body obviously knows what time it is mm. without looking at any clock, because I just felt really weird all day. felt like it's, you know, an hour off. Mm. It's, it's strange. I don't know. Mm. Like, I supposedly, and it because of farmers. I don't want to do with I that. I don't want to alienate yeah. any farmers that are listening. No. But like, why don't you, if the farmers want to want the clocks to check up an hour earlier? <laughs> I don't understand why everyone else has Isn't to do it. So it. I'm that not it's, a farmer. Because I think in uh, the summer, if you left it normal, left it like normal, like it is now GMT, I think it would be daylight at like three a.m. or something, wouldn't it? Would it? I think so. Three yeah, at, the height, at the height of summer, it gets daylight. You, the sun comes up about four, so it'd come up at three, which is just nuts, really, isn't it? Four is just about tolerable, but three is a bit weird. Yeah, you'd be waking up at three. Yeah, well, maybe that's why. Well, I, mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's above my pay grade. I'm going to. <laughs> it's you. above your pay grade. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Re- I really just don't, slightly. Yeah. I don't. Get you, uh, uh, sorry, are you not responsible for like the, this this sort of thing in the, in the country? I thought this that was your job, wasn't nah, it? No, nah, no. I mean, managing time time zones. I like to pretend it is, but you know, it's they took that off of me a long time ago. I've got to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> it's just in the back room, it's now, just, aren't you? yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 
merely my serving merely an advisory role these days. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, right. Well, we'll leave that as it is. Um, yeah. And we shall see you all again on our next show, a normal yeah. length show. Uh, Probably, a kick, yeah. Kit Kat chunky of a show, and yeah. um, eat some chocolate at Halloween. Eat, do, yep. You know, yeah. But be okay, safe. Have a good one. Wear a mask. You be safe. Yeah, wear wear a hygienic mask. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs> you know me, the fighting freak knuckles, and we're at Pumpkin Hill. You ready? Get to me, I'm just gonna creep Down in Pumpkin Hill, I got to find my lost piece I know that it's here, I can sense it in my feet The great emerald's power allows me to feel I can't see a thing, but it's around somewhere I'm gonna hold my head, cause I have no fear This probably seems crazy, crazy, a graveyard theory Our ghost try to approach me and got leery Ask him a question and he vanished in a second I'm walking through valleys, crying pumpkin in the alley Didn't seem happy, but they sure tried to get me Back him up with a fist metal crackle. I'm hearing someone saying you a chicken, don't be scared. It had to be the wind, cause nobody wasn't there. I searched and I searched as I climbed up the wall. And then I started to fly, I went in deep. Let it get to me, I'm just gonna creep. Down pumpkin hell, I got to find my lost piece. I know that it's here, I sense it in my feet. The great emerald's power allows me to feel. I can't see.